Mollywood, author of CNN's Buzz Report. Nah, no. I'm Tom Merritt, <laughs> author of CNN's The Real Deal. Welcome to Buzz Out Loud, which will today be known as the NanoCast. Nah, no. <laughs> so do you think that Nano is going to become the new mini such that we can expect a car called Nano and like a oh. Google appliance called Nano and a... Because a few week, a few months ago, I declared Mini the most overused word of 2005. If you've been living outside of the blast area of Apple, <laughs> uh, you probably, you may not know that the new nice. announcement was the iPod Nano, somewhere between the Shuffle and the Mini. Right. Somewhere between. The iTunes phone. It's very thin. No, the also, iPod Nano. I know. And then the iPod. I was moving on. You said, <laughs> I don't know what happened. I got confusing. so excited. <laughs> and an iTunes and phone. You just the, needed a conjunction. I did. Uh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> anyway, iPod Nano. Let's go back to that. Yeah. And then, then the iTunes phone. <laughs> and then the iTunes phone. And then iTunes 5. Right. Upgrade to iTunes. And then the much overlooked but extremely exciting announcement of the Harry Potter branded iPod. The Harry Potter 20 gig only. 20 gig only. Branded iPod. Right. And they're exclusive. You can get the all six books and audiobook, which apparently is an exclusive download thing, if you buy the new thing. But as one blogger pointed out, they've only branded that, right, it's like $200 or something. And then they've only branded the 20 gig version. So if your iTunes library is already 19 gigs, for example, mm-hmm. then thanks so much. And it's going to come with the Harry Potter audiobooks, so that's going to take yeah, up a little bit of space. Exactly, that's going to scoot you right over the top. Of course, preloaded. as with it any... It comes preloaded. Yeah, as with, all six as with any big announcement, there's just a wealth of things to poke holes in. Aren't there, though? <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with Nano. Nano. This nano. is probably the best one. I, Actually, Nano looks Remember really I said cool. I was going to be disappointed <clears throat> if it was just an iTunes phone? Yes. I'm still kind of disappointed. Yeah, I know. Because it's not a video iPod, but... Yeah, here's the thing. Like, iPod Nano actually looks super cool. It's so baby. It's really tiny. That's very cool. But why would you replace the iPod mini line instead of the shuffle? Why is it only come in black and white? Because I think, as Tom pointed out to me earlier, it's just so they can introduce colored ones down the road and then charge you again for that. Like when even Madonna at your on your little iChat video cast in the middle of your Apple presentation is like, yeah, dude, um, every time I buy a new iPod, uh, a new one comes out. Now, does it have a color Maybe screen? Maybe you want to slow, slow it down a little. Does this ha- actually have a color screen? It does have a color screen. So it's like the shuffle with a sc- color screen. <laughs> yeah. Although the shuffle's still going to be around. They're getting right. rid of the mini instead because yeah. it's the same capacity, but you so won't be able to do the color. Say goodbye to all the pretty colors. So um, still no... FM tuner, mm-hmm. still no voice recorder, pretty much just the the basic functions except the color screen, which I suppose theoretically could support video, although it is not a video iPod. And at the moment, there's no firmware that will. Let's flash let you play back video. to last week when we first heard about this announcement, <laughs> and their big thing was like, <laughs> you know, before we did, you know, amazing, you know, thousands of songs on blah right, blah blah, and right. we're getting ready to do it, again. Do it again. What 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 did they do again? Well, they said you can get a except thousand limit songs. your choices. And they said you could get a thousand songs on the iPod Nano and it would fit right in your pocket. <laughs> oh, so, so maybe was, they li- literally meant in the redundancy sense. It was a literal. They're going to do, do it, it again. again. <laughs> We're going to allow you to put thousands same of songs old, in your same pocket. Same old, same old. Only a, now Nano. it's a smaller pocket. Right. <laughs> and it's still kind of expensive, apparently, by today's standards for Flash players. And it will still sell for gigs. wildly. It will sell like hotcakes. Yeah. Because for one thing, a black iPod, that's cool. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. There was no black iPod mini. And it's mini. not that stupid black iPod with the red Right, wheel. the only black you could get before was the U2. Correct. So now they've Which introduced it. like an 80s nightmare, frankly. Yeah. Well, some people might say that was appropriate. Because <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> U2. <sighs> All right. Anyway. So what's up with iTunes? 
there's a you know that's the one that's getting the least attention is the uh, upgrade yes. to iTunes to iTunes 5.0. But people need to remember that there is no hardware without software. That's so right. So the iTunes upgrades are pretty important. I like the biggest mm-hmm. improvement to iTunes that I like from what they've listed is the smart shuffle. Right. So that in making it less random, because as I was talking to you earlier, iPod, or iTunes shuffle function is in fact perfectly random. Like right. in, in the very definition of the word random. In other words, every song has as much chance of coming up next as any other song right. because it is purely random. Meaning there's now, every chance you can do the All the programmers out there are like, like right well, now. in fact, it is not random. It is probably stochastic <laughs> because, but you know, I mean, basically. <laughs> Will you do that again? I have, <laughs> Maybe at the end. <laughs> sure. I I have listened and had the same song come up three times in a half hour right. because it's random. Because it's random, exactly. So I like the smart shuffle where it waits things like, oh, they like, it can tell what you like and it plays that more often. Yes. See Which how is, that works. We'll see. That's I like fine. the That's idea. Nice. You can now, organized playlists and folders which i'm very happy about Mm -hmm. because it was sort of silly not to be able to before um for example i have at least 19 separate running playlists and i just don't need them to take up (laughs) quite that much space and the interface has a refined look yeah Uh, you know oh it's refined i mean they've refined the look it doesn't have a refined Okay. <laughs> they say it's um, James more Kim refined as well. Way. But it's interesting because those those of you out there who are kind of iPod, Apple interface geeks, and there are a lot of them, have been commenting quite a bit actually on this new look, which is called Unified. So it's like not brushed metal and it's not aqua. It's a combination of the two. It's brushed aqua. <laughs> it's brushed aqua and it's quite controversial. It's, an, it's a fusion. Bra- 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 fusion bra- interface. Braqua. All right. Okay. Everything else that uh, there's other new things, but it's yeah, that's the major ones. Well, we haven't talked about the iTunes phone at all. Yeah, probably because we about, talked it to death. No, there's other major. I meant there's other loser. major features to iTunes update oh, that yeah. aren't really important. But let's move let's on to the move iTunes on. phone. The which, rocker. The rocker, which by far the least well kept secret in Apple history. I think that's kind of what happens to you though when you're dealing with carriers who want to be able to publicize the fact that they're going to have an iTunes phone coming out, i.e., Motorola. But you know. Hundred songs, and, and we were wrong. I do want to correct ourselves. We were wrong in saying that you could not hook this phone to a computer. You can over USB. Oh, okay. So you can hook it up to your computer and transfer songs to it that way. Only a hundred of them. So presumably, you could then still keep buying the ninety-nine cent songs from iTunes, transfer them to this little jobby. Can you buy or the songs Jobsy, directly on the? As it were, <laughs> <laughs> you're fine. Can you actually um, <laughs> buy the the the, uh, the songs from the phone though? You don't have to. Do you yes. have to hook it up to the computer, or you can? No, just... you could. I mean, I don't know why you ever would though, because you're buying them from over the singular service, and it's two bucks a pop. Okay. So. So it's just more expensive if you buy them from the phone. Yes. And slower. And slower. But more convenient. But more convenient. Okay. Well, and we all know fair. that that's sometimes people economics. will. So. Uh, I don't know. It pauses. The music pauses when you get a call if you're just listening, which is kind of a nice touch. You know, I, I whine know. that it's only 100 songs, but right now I have a Creative Nomad 2C or 2E from like way back 2C. And, yeah. uh, and it probably doesn't even, I don't think I can even put 100 songs on it. So. Yeah, I actually read on Engadget today, I think, that there was a study that said that most people who have, you know, the capacity for 10,000 songs on their iPods are actually only carrying around an average of 375 songs. Interesting. Which I think is probably, you know, that's about plenty. how much I have on my iPod, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Well, it's the difference between putting your entire library on there as a backup system right. versus like picking stuff. Well, what I do with my little creative is I pick playlists and I put different songs on there at different times. 
It's right. it's kind of like picking a CD to listen to. Whereas what my wife does with her iPod is she's got the whole darn catalog, like shelves and shelves of CDs from mm-hmm. years and years all on her iPod. So Yeah, I mean, I think that, that this is probably, you're just going to take your favorite songs and have them on your phone. That's fine. But I, you know... I'll be interested. Basically, I'll just be interested to see how this sells. We know, Tom and I know from experience, because, for example, we program content on CNET.com, that our readers don't respond particularly well to the idea of cell phones that play MP3s. Because mm-hmm. they kind of just don't like stuff that does a bunch of other stuff. And although I have a trio which can play MP3s, I don't use it for that because I prefer to have a dedicated player. And there's no way that I'm exposing my trio to, like, the weight bench yeah. at the gym. I mean, well, it's a nice little extra. Like, if I can... Put a few right. songs on there. That's a nice little extra, yeah. but yeah. But since this is sort of the primary feature I don't know. of the phone, mm-hmm. it, it, uh, it doesn't sound like it has Bluetooth. It sounds like it's just kind of a phone that does iTunes. All right. Well, there we'll, were we'll some. We'll see. We the, shall see. We shall. We will hold forth uh, reserve judgment, but please email us. out loud. Buzz at CNET.com. Let us know what your opinion is as well. Uh, and, and if you want to get a little more detail than what we've told you, go to alpha.cnet.com. We've got it all blogged there, and we'll have uh, first take reviews coming up soon later on today. Yes, So indeed. by the time you listen to this, probably be up. Yes. Now, moving on, uh, I just wanted to mention that Computer Associates International, according to news.com, will be giving open source projects access to 14 of its patents. Mm. Uh, it said this Wednesday. It also announced a cross-licensing deal with IBM, which is kind of... <laughs> Mildly interesting, but giving 14 of its patents to open source is that a is pretty interesting. interesting gamble. And on they their say point. that they, it says they also urged other technology companies to help create a patent commons. The, IBM apparently opened up 500 patents the, to open source communities, which the is The patents that CA uh, donated covered development tools to automate translation between programming languages, visualization techniques for analyzing data, tools to maximize performance in systems and storage management, do, do, do. and visualization tools for network management. Which so is not all, quite as important as the fact that they opened up patents to the open source community well, and said, it is hey, because it's we like, should share this technology. What's important about this is that it's programming stuff. It's stuff right. that programmers will care about, and it's actually useful for networking and programming. Yeah, so okay. Good point. This isn't just like, oh, we had some extra patents. <laughs> you know, we're throwing. In. This is These important. are not token patents yeah. here. No, yeah, I think it's. I think this is a good step because patent law, as we've discussed, has just become really a weapon in business. Mm-hmm. And there are so many technologies that, as we move forward, are going to be uh, almost universal. That it does make sense that we would create essentially a library of certain things, then use the open source community for that. And, and they're to. banking on the promise of open source that people will yeah. make more efficient and better products that people can make more money on. So. It'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Do we have time for the kicker? I think so. Because I love the kicker. (laughs) Oregon is growing a bulge. (laughs) I saw this on Slashdot. Where did you see it? Did you see it the same place? I saw it on Slashdot too, I think. Yeah. A recent survey of a bulge that covers 100 square miles near the South Sister. What? Near the South Sister? This is the AP story in Bend, Oregon. (laughs) Dude, you need to read ahead. Indicates the area is still growing. (laughs) <laughs> this is a bad lead. I mean, yeah. Anyway. Basically, apparently there's a mystery bulge growing in Oregon, bulge. and it might be a big volcano. Yes. And again, it might not. Some believe it to be a formation of the, a new volcano, but I love the Slashdot poster who said, somewhat inappropriately, I think it's just happy to see me. <laughs> Oregon's just happy to see you. And now you've said it inappropriately. I know. And it's now so we have to end the podcast. Great. <laughs> On that Thanks note. Thanks a lot. Uh, if you'd like to complain about Molly's inappropriate comment or talk it's to us about the monkey. Apple iPod Nano <laughs> or anything else, email us buzz at cnet.com or call us 1-800-616-CNET. Thank you. Adios.